of the Homebrew Magic Podcast. My name is Nelson, and with me, it as always, Nelson. are the two only friends I have, <laughs> Schnell and Teach. How are you guys doing? So proud of you for getting your name right. <laughs> better than last week. We just mm. That's my thing. Get better every week. <laughs> is, it, is 86 like how much they charge for their service? <laughs> Nipples Dancer 86, if you're listening, we have so many questions. <laughs> so many questions. <laughs> Please why call are us. You, why are you in our Discord channel? <laughs> <laughs> and how did you get there? <laughs> uh, anyway. Oh, man. So, yeah. We uh, this is the first time in a while we're actually getting a chance to record like within a week's time. So this is this is fun. This is good stuff. Uh, tonight we are going to be discussing. We're going to do some more EDH deck tech, uh, and we are going to talk about Schnell's Dino DNA. Well, technically Bingo Dino DNA <laughs> uh, EDH deck, led by Gashaf. But before we get into that, uh, what have you guys been up to since the last time we talked, as far as Magic is concerned? I'll let you fight over who goes first. Not it. Teach. <laughs> Got it. <laughs> All right, uh, nothing. Um, <laughs> okay, well, <laughs> back to me then. <laughs> and scene. Uh, do we yes. do we have someone listening or is someone echoey today? Who doesn't have headphones in? My headphones I, are in. I have headphones in. Weird. Hmm. All right. I don't hear anything well, echoing. Let's figure it out. N- nipples dancer. <laughs> I did. No, I did hear an echo before. But not now. Mm. All right. <laughs> I have not heard. Um, well, anyway, okay. So since the last time we spoke, uh, I actually haven't done much magic related. Um, how long ago was it? It was just a week, wasn't it? Yes, sir. Uh, yeah, because we went on on and on about Commander Legends. We last sure time and since then um i've done nothing i've uh started the uh, uh preliminary deck building process for i can never remember this card's name honoreth the lustrous uh the new legendary dragon out of ah, commander's yes. legends um commander's so legends. i think i want to i think i want to take that into like a a, a bant enchantment type uh, deck, because I don't have anything like that. Um, but yeah, so that's basically what I've been doing for the most part. Nothing terribly exciting. I was hoping to uh, well, get that's a game in Do you have a copy tonight, of Amareth but, yet? Um, yes, I do. I did. I did. Uh, uh, Chanel did not have one for sale, so I ordered one on the internet, and I have it here. What? It's I have like eight fo- copies of that fucking thing. Etched foil. No, you did. He asked you if you had a copy. You said I did. That's not true. Have a I didn't copy. specify. Yeah. That's true. Oh no! Yes, I have. The, I I ordered an etched foil one. There you go. Nice. Sorry. Yes. Yes. <laughs> you didn't say the words etched foil until well after I was upset. <laughs> you were right. That's on me. I like that idea though to take Amrath uh, Bant Chantress. That's cool. I'm excited to see what list you come up with for that. Yeah, hopefully I can get that. Uh, also, it's very uh, odd. Someone Sorry. speak. <laughs> I was just going to say, I think it's it's just very odd to me that you are uh, building an EDH deck led by a dragon, but, you know, that's just me. Oh, <laughs> yes. You know how much I hate dragons. <laughs> yes. Right, right. 
Awesome. Cool. Uh, Chanel, what have you been up to? <sighs> Let's see. Uh, I built Blim, the yeah, you did. comedic genius, yeah. and I've been playtesting him a couple of a couple of games. Uh, I played against uh, a stacks deck that game one, holy shit, he locked down everyone and just became super goddamn annoying. Uh, and then game two, I gave away the farm. And with Blim, that means I win. So that was fun. <laughs> <laughs> that was fun. Um, so yeah, Blim is running much better than I anticipated. Blim accidentally uh, is my most budget deck that I have ever built. Because total value right now, even with like the foils and a couple of fancy randos that I have in there, is $104 and change. Like It is dirt cheap for an EDH deck because I got to look up some of the shittiest cards in Magic that I can <laughs> donate with with Blim Comedic Genius. And, oh my god, it's just so much fun. Uh, there is, I think it's called Cinder Giant, and I should bring up the deck list real quick. Um, he is a creature that, during your upkeep, he deals two damage to each other creature you control making him god-awful because he pyroclasms your board except for himself. So he is my favorite thing to give away with Blim because it's here. Hold this for a minute while he kills everything else. Or even better slash worse than that is... Where is this friggin' demonic uh, demonic Taskmaster? 4-3 Flyer for 3. At the beginning of your upkeep, sacrifice a creature other than Demonic Taskmaster. So I was finding this very fun line to walk of how shitty can the creature be without just immediately making it so, like, it doesn't have a cumulative upkeep because then they just refuse to pay it and they don't have to deal with it anymore. But stuff that doesn't just get rid of itself if you don't want it, things that are much more difficult to get rid of because of how bad they are. Or things that just die at the end of the uh, end step as well. Uh, I hit people with stuff like ball lightning and arc runner and then just give them away so yeah you can swing back but i've already i've already gotten more value out of them just from blim triggers alone than you're going to get on the crackback so that deck that deck is so much fun and i'm going to keep tweaking it um i did have uh and i'm very un uh, uh un, unproud ashamed that's a word uh <laughs> I had a rage quit <laughs> incidence uh, this past week where I was playing against an, an Atraxa Planeswalkers deck and my opponents, because uh, there was Atraxa, uh, I forget what I was running, and then my my two other opponents, and the two other opponents are both relatively new and or inexperienced with EDH, and they were not dealing with any of Atraxa's threats or even Atraxa herself like they should have been doing. And then it just got to the point where the Atraxa player had like eight Planeswalkers. Uh, we all had an emblem of we can only untap two permanents each turn from Dovin, and we can't cast non-creature spells, and he was at 135 life? And I was still being targeted. <laughs> yeah, and I was still being targeted by random stuff just because, well, I can't get through... I'm like, oh my god, you could have been swinging this whole time, killing Planeswalkers before they ultimate, kill Atraxa, don't beast within... Oh, I was playing uh, my Joira. Don't beast within Joira when I'm not doing anything with her. 
because god damn it (laughs) that would frustrate the shit out of me too yeah so it got to the point where i just literally could not do anything and the one glimmer of hope i did have the attraxa player countered it when i cast it so i'm just like yep that's i'm i'm done nobody's doing anything we're all just sitting here waiting for attraxa to win let's end this charade it's and. really hard. It's really hard to play against like a stacks deck, like a Super Friends Pillow Fort Staxy deck like that when uh, no one else is helping you. You know what I mean? Uh, whether it's inexperience or well, and it's, uh, being it, stubborn or whatever, uh, it just makes that's. It's really hard to play Magic when you don't ha- like. So uh, you know, surprise, surprise. I was the stacks player Schnell mentioned just before <laughs> with my new Queen Marchesa deck, and like. I played that deck fully knowing I was going to be the target the entire time until I died. Like, that's the point of the deck, right? Game, um, game one, where you just put everything on lockdown and got there, I I observed at one moment that the permanents you had on the battlefield <laughs> were worth more than my entire blim deck combined. <laughs> yeah, the enchant- I had. Was, oh, God, what did I have out? I had. You a, had no mercy. No, no mercy, a painful quandary. <laughs> oh my god um well and that so that that opening hand i had no mercy i had vampiric tutor i had court of grace which is the new um create a spirit token if you're not the monarch create an I angel like token if card. you are the I monarch i love that, that card until you, ca- until you played that one and i had an anointed procession uh in my in my starting hand so i I played out the no mercy immediately uh to prevent people from attacking me because no mercy if a creature deals combat damage to me it's destroyed uh which was really good against blim (laughs) because (laughs) Schnell didn't want to just kill his commander just to try to give me something shut Uh, me up real quick so then i then i got out the anointed procession then i got out queen marchesa so i was the monarch then i got out the court of grace and i was I was just pooping out every turn on my upkeep. I was playing two, four, four flying angels. Uh, and just, I mean, yeah, there was, well, and then I had a painful quandary and Chris was playing, um, like a spells matter deck and just kept paying five life to try to do anything <laughs> yeah. to me. His, but Kirk, he was playing, his he was Kirk playing Clark. Oh, that deck <laughs> right. is fun. Right. And so he's paying five life and then his spell is fizzling and going back to his hand. So he's playing it again. Yeah. And now he's now he's lost 15 life and he has no mana left untapped. So it, the game one was just I think that thing was over in like 25 minutes or half an hour. Like, yeah, yeah. that was that was crazy. Um, but anyway, yeah, like 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 we're saying, I mean, it, it's hard being the only person trying to do anything against a very controly, grindy deck like that. Where well, and it, it comes down to experience with with board state analysis and yep. uh, threat assessment. Yep. Yeah, somebody might have a scarier board, but knowing what somebody's commander does, it it can be like, uh, yeah, I I'll I'll just take the hit from you a couple more times. Because I'd much rather not have his commander stay on the board to start doing what it does. Well, and when somebody's at 135 life, like life total doesn't matter at that point, right? Like yeah, you unless need, you like you said, you need to completely damage. obliterate their 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 board state. Yeah. There's only so many Jaces and Dovins and a Johnnies I can deal with before I rage quit. <laughs> Part of the problem with threat assessment is uh, people want to feel like they're accomplishing something, and when you yeah. have a board state like that and a life total that's ridiculous like that uh they don't they don't they want to feel like they've done something so they're going to go after something they know they can kill and delayed gratification yeah it's definitely boils down to it's definitely a skill a lot of players need to work on 
That's a and really good observation. I, I like that. I love my nephew, but his uh, what the hell is it? Scion of the Ur Dragon deck. He needs to like make learn how to make better decisions with it, or just learn what's all in the deck and what he can do. Uh, his dad even told him, and he is he is a legal adult now. He is eighteen years old. He has. I was going to ask that, and then I was going to follow up with his he nipple dancer. <laughs> no, 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 okay. no. Um, <laughs> I could hear his dad in the background even pointing out, like, trying not to get involved in the game, but just, hey, don't, you know, don't forget that you can, you know, it, it doesn't say you can activate it at sorcery speed only. And he goes, yeah, 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 whatever. And then, like, three turns later in that game, he asks the table, hey, wait a minute, so can I activate Scion on, like, I don't know, your turn? And just like, holy shit, kid. <laughs> like, yes. That is exactly what your dad was trying to tell you before. Having a uh, real hard time socially distancing my foot from your ass. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> Might come over for Thanksgiving, though. Make some exceptions. <laughs> <laughs> uh, but yes, getting frustrated with other with inexperienced players, I'm absolutely ashamed of myself, but I was very, very upset. And we've we've gotten over it. We've we've moved past, and we're all going to be better for it. Or at least I'm going to try and force people to be better for it, so good. I don't have to deal with them again. First well, and it's good. It's good it. practice for them, right? I mean, no. you've got to run in. You've got to run into a buzzsaw like that to learn. You know, I mean, that's a that's a teaching moment. Yeah, so. and um, non EDH related, uh, our buddy Ray uh, borrowed my deck list from I think it was a his Pioneer deck. And made a few tweaks, and I guess today he was streaming some arena, and went sixteen and six with a slightly modified version of my uh, my mono white. Like I, I call it life of the party because holy shit, that deck just gains life every single turn, just five, six, seven at a time. Yeah, I think I saw he had a post on Facebook at one point. He was at like thirteen and three, so I was like, oh, at least you know that's that's fun. Um, mono white life gain though is just so fun, and I mean it's fun in standard still, but it's also fun, really fun in historic because it opens up more cards, obviously, the, than are accessible right now um, in standard. But again, I mean Throne of Eldraine still legal, so you've got yeah. cards like uh, Linden, you know Heliod obviously is legal, Daxos. So um, yeah, mono white is just awesome. Yeah. Oh, it's so much fun. So, proud of, proud of him for that, and proud of myself for putting together that deck list to give to him in the first place. So Yeah, that's awesome. Yeah, that's cool. Yeah. Nelson, any, uh, besides the games you and I played together? Um, I'm trying to think. No, not really. I'm trying to um, pop, pop around in my head, like, what I want to work to build next. Um, so, I built... Marche- uh, Marchesa, Queen Marchesa, I should actually specify which <laughs> Show one. Show her some goddamn respect. And, uh... Holy shit, is this way more fun? Like, I just threw a pile of cards together because um, I had all of them except for one. Um, and, wow, it is it is a ton of fun to play. Uh, second game, I got my ass handed to me um, because I just didn't get anything that I needed. Uh, game three was a little bit more competitive, uh, but I think, Chanel, you ended up winning that one with <laughs> that Shath was, anyway. That was when, that's when you uh, told me I should play Dinosaurs. and Yeah, I don't know what I was thinking. <laughs> yeah, um, just... Because I said, wait, what what have I not played in a while? What should I run? Well, you run dinosaurs. That should be should be fun. Well, and the frustrating thing is, I had a grave pact in my hand um, that I wanted to get on the battlefield, but I couldn't find any creatures, and. Uh, Marchesa wouldn't have lived long enough to let me even get a token off. You know what I mean? To like even have anything on the like it was just it was bad. Uh, 
it was just it was just bad. Yeah. <laughs> um, but it, it yeah no this this Mardu enchantments staxi whatever it is pile of cards <laughs> um, is a lot of fun and it was really cool um, just to see like I mean the first game I couldn't have drawn a better hand and it just it did everything it was supposed to do immediately and it was funny too because we played uh, god what was it saturday night i think we played right uh sunday sunday morning at like 8 or 9 a.m my phone goes off and uh it's a message it's a facebook message from chris who's just like hey i know i bitched a lot last night but that deck is awesome (laughs) (laughs) you know it's like uh because it yeah i mean everybody knows like grindy staxy decks aren't the most fun to play against all the time but it was nice that you know he's like even for all the bitching i did that deck was really cool to watch so um it that'll be fun we'll have to i'll, I'll submit that one here to the group for a, a a deck tech to see what you guys think about it and what you might change and then i'm I'll get looking the at the list so right now see. i can't afford your deck <laughs> Well, oh my god. Okay, so I was looking at the prices as I was building it, and I'm like, this seems way off. Like, this is almost a $1,500 deck. That doesn't make sense. Well, apparently, so it sorts, Archideck by default sorts by Card Kingdom prices first, which are usually higher than TCG Player. Um, and then I didn't realize the Elish Norn that it had was like the list version of Elish Norn. So on Card Kingdom, apparently that card is going for $250 right now. So I was like, yeah, that's I have the new Phyrexia Norn. So I updated it and the price of my deck dropped by like $230. Yes, to a much more reasonable, still well over a grand. Yeah, it's like eleven hundred or twelve hundred or something. I don't remember. Um, but I mean, you know, I, I've got you know vampiric tutors in there um, and sort of feast and famine. Um, Elish Norn's Shieldred. I mean, there's a lot of pricey in my enchantments too. But that's because I just took a bunch of shit out of that Mogus deck I built um, that everybody shit all over and just put it in here. Uh, you know, but now I've got access to white. Actually, Mogus is in this deck. Like, that deck is so pulled apart right now. Mogus is actually part of the 99 in this deck. And I think, like you guys said, it's just going to work out better that way. <laughs> um, so, yeah, that's that's about it. I'm trying to decide, um, you know, I was looking through the etched foils uh, that I pulled from, um, uh, oh, my God, oh, Commander Legends. And, like, I have a Silas Wren. Like, I think he'd be interesting to build. Um, but, like, looking at new cards, uh, I'm really intrigued by Belby, Corrupted Observer, the 2-2 at the beginning of each player's main uh, post-combat main phase that player adds two colorless mana for each of your opponents who lost life this turn so like everybody benefits from that um, I think that's that's like an interesting card um, so yeah I mean I don't know we'll see we'll see where it goes I did get a Thrasios which is a card I've wanted for a really really long time um, so I'm excited about him too but but yeah that's about that's about it for me I haven't fired up arena in quite some time um just been you know chatting with you guys and 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 getting games in when we can um so i guess that brings us to the main topic tonight and this is uh the bingo dino dna uh deck which right. we will post i'm gonna i'm gonna i'm gonna stop you right there nelson before we go yes, any sir. further oh god what up hive man i was wondering <laughs> i'm like oh he didn't say it did now, he this I is gonna be actually, a one-up hive mind actually, a delayed I can't hive mind i said it earlier or not <laughs> Honestly, uh, what should um, have happened is it's, hey, what have you done lately with magic? Teej, what up, uh, Hive Mind? Back to you. <laughs> <laughs> oh, did you just, did you go silent on purpose? 
<laughs> like we were waiting for you to say it. Yeah. <laughs> um, no. Yeah. So Chanel, tell us about your your Gishaf no, wait, deck seriously. here. Seriously, before we go any further, oh. I actually have something else I want oh, to do. There's, oh, there's oh, there's more. Okay, there's sorry. More. There's more. All right. So, but wait. But wait, there's more. No. Um, so uh, about six months ago, I don't know if you two remember this conversation, but I remember this conversation. Um, oh, we were talking about we were talking about this video that uh, 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 Gavin Verhey put out um, about a, a little a little uh, magic mini game he called Booster Sleuth. Do you guys remember this? God, vaguely. All right. So this is six months ago. I rem- I remember I was in my basement, like, storage room while you were talking to me about this. Um, I remember so where yes. the conversation was, or where I was, because that's how important it was. It was, where were you? Cool. I was in my All basement. Right. So, I'm going to walk you through what this game is going to do, and we're going to try it and see if this is actually entertaining for our listeners. Oh, because I have here... Uh, uh, one unopened package of Commander Legends cards right here uh, that I picked up from the Marinette game store over Thanksgiving weekend. So what I'm going to do is I'm going to open this package of magic cards. You can hear the plastic. It's real. You this can. isn't staged. Yes. <laughs> yes. All right. Nope. I'm not looking at any of the cards inside. I'm going to mix them all together. Uh... All right, okay, so. just to remind your listeners, because I don't know what the fuck is going on, what is <laughs> this right. game? No, I'm getting there. I'm getting there. Okay, okay. One step at a time. So what I'm going to do here is I'm going to take a picture of a magic card without looking at it. All right, and I'm, <laughs> okay. I'm going to send you guys this picture, okay? You got it. All right, so I took a picture. I, oh, that's you can't see that at all. Hold on. Let's try this again. This is very exciting. This is this is quality radio. Yeah, I was gonna say, what the fuck? Are we like? This is I'm this is getting quality. bored and I'm involved. This, you are. This is quality radio. All right. So, uh, can't see. Send. Oh no! Hold on. No, don't don't save. Send. All right. So I sent you a picture of a magic card. Sent where? To your, to the messenger. To the messenger thing. Look at our group messenger. Yeah, I'm I'm looking at it. All right, yeah, came yeah, yeah. through. Got you it. You see? Yeah. All right, so here's what's going to happen. Take a selfie, you son of a bitch. It's in reverse. I have to read the card backwards. You ass. I can oh, read it. You... I got it. You got it. Okay. <laughs> <laughs> All right. So here's what's going to do. Um, I don't know what that card is. I am going to uh, flip over these other cards that I don't have, and I'm going to read them to you. My job is to guess. Uh, uh, of the card that you have, the number of words in that card's name, that card's uh, CMC, that card's color, and that card's card type. Alright? So I'm going to flip over this first card. This first card here is Briarblade Adept, which has two words in its name. Oh, I'm going to send this to you, too. There. So in our chat, I sent you the rules. Number of words, CMC, color, card type. So Briarblade Adept has... Two, uh, two words in his name, uh, CMC of five, it is a black, and it is creature. And you have to tell me how many of those four traits this card shares with the one that I sent you. Okay, so go from the top down again. All right. Uh, Briarblade Adept, two words in the card name, CMC is four, the color is black, and it is a creature. 
Nothing. None. Nothing. All right. So that card is garbage. Uh, this one is a Viscera Seer. Two words, one CMC black creature. Zero. 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 I figured that was going to happen as well. <laughs> Soul's Fire. Two words, three CMC red instant. Two. Two. Excellent. So it's obviously not two words. Uh, this is Anara Wolvid Familiar. Three words, four CMC green creature. Zero. Excellent. Noxious Dragon. All right, we're back to two words. Uh, six CMC black creature. Zero. Zero. One, if anything, yeah. Jesus, tap dancing Christ. Uh, this one's just zero. Oh, maybe not. Eyeblight Assassin. Two words. Three CMC black creature. Is it one? One. One. All right. That means the CMC is three. We did it. You're a sleuth. Uh, Kinsbell Courier, two words, three CMC white creature. One. All right, which means it's probably not white. Could be red. Could be a red instant. No, it could be a uh, red or instant. Oh, here we go. Uh, Nevenral, Urborg Tyrant. Six CMC, white, blue, black creature. One. So if it's any one of those colors, uh, that counts as one thing. It's not black. One. It's not white. Just one, so it's blue. It's a blue card with three CMC. Uh, I assume instant. I don't know the number of words in the title, though. You know how many not words, maybe. <laughs> I do. Uh, Magus of the Order. Ooh, neat. Uh, four words, four CMC green creature. Zero. Nothing. All right. Oh, etched Muldrotha. Nice. <laughs> Damn. Yeah, this Dibs. is a pack. Um... Three words. If you lose, the, if you lose the game, you have to give me those cards, right? That's how. <laughs> <laughs> that's, that's how this works. Uh, three words: black, green, blue creature. Six CMC. One. Uh, still the blue, I assume. Um. Inspiring roar. Two. Two words. Four CMC. White sorcery. Nothing. Zero. Uh, Guildless Commons, two words, colorless, zero land. Nothing. Skyraker Giant is nothing. Uh, red, no, red, uh, two words, four CMC, red creature. Zero. Nothing. Yeah, it's gotta be an instant. I just, I think I just have to figure out how many words are in the title. Uh, Omen Speaker, one word, two CMC, blue creature. Two. Two. Uh, ooh. Ooh. Oh! Alright, I'm going to take my guess here. Uh, the card I sent you Go is ahead. one word, three CMC, blue instant. 
That is correct. Yes, Except I win. You sent the picture backwards, so I still win the Muldrothal. But what card is it, oh. Teach? Uh, Gale Strike. Oh, you looked, you cheating I bastard. Did, <laughs> I have to guess what the it's actual card is. <laughs> it is a curse. It is a Tustani. A Tustani. It is blue, though. Yes. Excellent. Well, that was maybe fun. Take selfies with their cards. Cool. Etched foil Muldrotha. Anyway, that was my game. Yeah. Yeah, if you just wanna if you just wanna drop that off at my house. Yeah, I can do that. <laughs> yeah, that's super cool. I can do that. Uh yeah. So do you have any other games? Or <laughs> No. Does anyone remember what we were going to do? That's that's yeah. neat. That was that was that was fun. That was a cool little deviation from the norm. I like it. Yeah. And I completely fucking forgot that that was a thing and that we that's talked true. about it six months ago. I do remember being in my basement though. That's good. Um, yeah. So we're gonna talk, like I said, about uh, Schnell's uh, Gashath commander deck. So oh, yeah. Schnell, before we get into um, uh, you know, one more the, thing, the one more cuts thing. and additions, Tej and I would make to this deck. <laughs> Teach has one more thing. No, I've got, I've got. I'm just getting those. Yeah, that's Go what ahead. I figured. Uh, why yeah, don't you yeah. tell us about the deck and uh, what what uh, what it's supposed to do? What you like about it? Maybe some things that you dislike or that you would change uh, looking at it before we get into it. Um. So the deck is obviously Gishath, as we mentioned. Uh, I've named it Bingo Dino DNA because Jurassic Park is awesome and should always be referenced daily. Um, I agree. This this was a deck that I built the day of the Ixalan pre-release. It was I had I had pre-released this set, so it was made on September twenty third, twenty seventeen, and I know that because I pulled Gishath as my stamp promo and went, holy shit big dumb dinosaur that poops out other dinosaurs this is a deck and i took every single ixalan dinosaur i could trade off of people by the end of the uh pre-release that night and then everything i had uh as far as like just good cards in my binders and i built this deck like the night after the pre-release um it is designed and intended to get Gashath out as quickly as possible, and then for Gashath to put out the rest of the dinosaurs as quickly as possible. It is a stupid fun deck for how simple it is, because just Gashath hitting the board, and then because he has haste, swinging right away without artificial enhancements, we'll call them, he can, he can dominate a game by himself, and Nelson can attest to this even against better decks. It's hard to stop Gashath. I can attest yep. to this. Yeah. I've lost to this ge- uh, this deck many times. <laughs> yeah, the mighty T-Rex is unafraid of the other other predators. <laughs> uh, that is true. Um, so I do have, uh, g- going through uh, making cuts, because the sad part is, as much as I love this deck, I haven't updated it even for ri- Rivals of Ixalan. I built it, I did well with it, like 
several times right out of the gates and then went, eh, he's probably perfect, so I never need to change anything. And then Rivals of Ixalan gave us all sorts of new cool dinosaurs that aren't in this deck. Yeah, um, there's a lot of cool dinosaurs I found. Ikoria gave us even more cool dinosaurs which aren't in this deck. So I have a, I have my list of uh, immediate cards that I would cut looking at this going, why the hell did I put this in here? And then knowing the answer was, oh yeah, because I pulled this in the pre-release and built it you know, this night. Um, so I've got five cards that I know I would cut right off the bit or right off the bat. I'm not going to name them until you guys do for bonus points. <laughs> um, but I do have for additions uh, Godzilla Doom Inevitable, otherwise known as Yadaro Wandering Monster, because it is an 8-8 for 7 Trample Haste, uh, but it also has cycling. So when you cycle it, uh, shuffle it in your library from your graveyard. If you cycle uh, this card, well, a card with this name and an EH, it'll be this card. Uh, if you've cycled it four more times, put it in the battlefield instead. So this one, just because it has, it's a big dumb dino and it has cycling so if i get it early uh i can cycle it if i get it late and have the mana i can play it but it's never going to be a dead draw in this deck and when gashath uh triggers and hits an 8-8 godzilla oh my god he's gonna be happy the other is godzilla primeval champion otherwise known as titanith rex he is an 11-11 for nine with trample but also has cycling so again if I get him early, I just cycle him away and I don't worry about it. He does put a trampled counter on a creature when I do cycle him. I don't really care about that, honestly. If I have something on the board that doesn't have trample, great. Otherwise, cycle through, get more mana producers, get Gashath out, and then when he swings, if he hits a Godzilla, holy shit, that's going to be awesome. So those are my two. They are going in here. I will withhold my five immediate cuts until one of you guys names them. And if none of you name them, I'm going to think lesser of you as, as deck builders. Yep. So, uh, because Tiege is going to go on a random magic card game tangent. Nelson, start us <laughs> off. <laughs> uh, I'm going to start this off by saying I didn't even um, think about addressing the Planeswalkers. Like, uh, so, I don't know... I'd have to think about it and actually go back and look at the two versions of uh, Watley that are in here. Um, but all, you know, in uh, in complete transparency, didn't even look at them, didn't even care, was looking at other stuff. Um, I addressed first them. place. Oh, nice. I addressed them. <laughs> Get them out <laughs> the of first, there. The first place I'd start uh, is your mana base. And uh, so this is going to be a bit of a combo thing here. Cut it. Uh, Cut I, would remove, I would remove one forest, one mountain, and one plains. And I would add a sacred foundry, a stomping grounds, and a temple garden. Um, because why not get two possible lands off of one? Um, I, I, you know, and actually, in retrospect, I'd probably cut the Boros Garrison and the Gruel Turf. Um, and then let's see either a plains or a forest, um, just cause there's less mountains. And then I would add the sacred foundry, the stomping grounds and the temple garden. I forgot you had the, uh, um, the bounce lands in here, cut both of those. Okay. Um, yeah, that's where I would start. Uh, do you want me to keep going or teach? Do you want to uh, go it's in Tej's here? It's turn. Yeah, okay. I'll go. I'll go. Um, so what, uh, here's how my list went. Um, I have two, four, five, six, seven cuts. Okay. 
Some of them I have immediate replacements for, others I don't, and the reason for that is um, uh, uh, I've got I've got we'll get into like like most of my replacements are just going to be more better dinosaurs. Okay. Uh, so, um, but what I'm going to start with here is since uh, Nelson brought them up, let's talk about those Watleys. Don't <laughs> like them. They are on. I just wrote Watleys and then parentheses both under my yes. cuts list because. Yes. Looking I'd at probably them, remove both of them too. Yeah, don't don't play them. If, uh, if I you... only have Hotly Dinosaur Knight because I always uh, when I go to pre-releases I always buy the uh, Planeswalker decks because it's early access product or at least it used to be. Yeah. So it was. Hey, um, I can get more packs of this. Hey, it comes with the dinosaur thing. Hey, I'm doing it, and like I just passed out from you know at that point. But yes, yeah. cutting cutting both of those. Um, silly, silly ladies. Yeah, if one of yes. them gave trample, I might think differently. Like if it gave dinosaurs trample. Oh, um, gave but... trample. You say <gasps> it just so happens there's Jeez, a planeswalker yeah, that does that. Uh, if you want to run a planeswalker, I suggest running Garuk Wildspeaker, uh, one of the original planeswalkers. Um, he does two things that I really, really enjoy, especially for a deck like this. Uh, 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 Garuk Wildspeaker's plus one ability is you untap two target lands. Um, that's that's good ramp for getting out your giant creatures. Uh, and his minus four is overrun. Creatures you control get plus three, plus three, and trample until end of turn. So Garuk is doing two things in your deck uh, uh, that your dinosaurs love. Um, and I'm going to level with you. I didn't read what those Hawatlis do. I just know they're not as good as Garukas. That's very, very true. <laughs> that is that is the most honest you've ever been. Oh, I didn't read. <laughs> <laughs> okay, uh, so Tej has cut both Hawatlis yes. and Garuk. Nelson, yes. back to you. Yeah. Um, so the first, the first, di- uh, the rest of these cuts I made, I think, are all dinosaurs. Actually, I can't Ugh, remember. That is disappointing, based on my list. Anyway, continue. <laughs> um, so I would cut uh, first and foremost uh, the man, the myth, the legend, the meme himself, Colossal Dreadmaw. <laughs> um, get rid of him because there's way better fucking dinosaurs to put in here. Like perhaps a Wayward Swordtooth. Um, which is from Rivals of Ixalan, and I know you haven't updated this since Ixalan, but <laughs> yep. Wayward Swordtooth uh, for three mana is a 5-5 five, five with Ascend, so if you control 10 or more permanents, you get the City's Blessing for the remainder of the game. You may play an additional land on each of your turns, something you probably want to do in this deck, uh, especially based on some of the other cards that are in here, and uh, Wayward Swordtooth can't attack or block unless you have the City's Blessing. So it's a 5-5 five, five for three, but depending on how early he comes out, uh, you may have to w- uh, wait a while for him to be completely online. Um, but you know, that extra land on each turn can be huge when you're trying to, um, get as many lands and mana rocks out to, uh, hit that high end of your, of your mana curve. So I would get rid of Colossal Dreadmaw and I would add Wayward Swordtooth. Uh, Wayward Swordtooth was on my list of things to add, which I guess isn't surprising. Um, let me... Uh, there it is. Okay, one second here. Excellent. Okay, so, um, <clears throat> my next round of cuts, uh, I'm gonna get to my, I'm gonna save my dinosaurs for last. Um, my next round of cuts are Day of Judgment and Wrath of God. 
And uh, I don't like those as board wipes because you are running uh, giant dinosaurs and there are two other board wipes that will actually wipe out everybody's creatures except your own that you can replace those with. Uh, those board wipes are Chandra's Ignition and Monstrous Onslaught. Um, Chandra's Ignition is uh, five mana for a sorcery that deals... Um, Forgot this word. I'll look it up real quick. Target creature you control deals damage equal to its power to each other creature and each opponent. Um, this one runs the risk of uh, the creature you target getting targeted in response uh, with some sort of spot removal. But let's be honest, you're going to be targeting a giant dinosaur, and if anyone was going to remove that dinosaur, uh, if anyone had anything to kill that dinosaur, they were going to do it eventually anyway. Um, if they don't have it, you're going to wipe the board. You're going to wipe everybody's creatures except your own. Uh, and at that point, trample just doesn't matter. Uh, and then the other one is uh, Monstrous Onslaught. Uh, Monstrous... Oh, no! Uh, Monstrous on, Onslaught sorry. is a sorcery for five uh, in green. Deals X damage divided as you choose among any number of target creatures where X is the greatest power among creatures you control as you cast this spell. Yes, you got it. Um, uh, I don't like that as much. You know what? Actually, no, I don't like that one so much either. For some reason, I thought I did something different. Um, I'm going to take that one back. I don't like that one okay. as much. Okay, no, that's... I think that's I, I think I misread it, and I think... I yeah, think it you dealt... probably skipped the word divided. I think that's the part I overlooked, was divided. Deals X damage... Among any number of target creatures where X is great. I think that's what I did, was the divided part. Okay. So, okay. I'm going to change my mind about that one, and I'm going to take that out of the deck I just put in, too, because I just realized it doesn't do what I thought it did. <laughs> uh, that, is, that is absolutely okay. I just did that with, uh, with Blim. I put in a, a sweet enchantment that I thought would be great to donate, but it also has the clause of, hey, if you ever target it, you have to sacrifice it. And I went, yeah. oh, okay. Uh, it's a place yeah. but honestly the that one is a placeholder for um uh demonic pact once i get once i get one of those which i didn't have but anyway so anyway don't add monstrous onslaught because it sucks do <laughs> possibly add chandra's ignition yes doesn't okay. suck nelson back to nelson uh, all right, so the next one I'm going to cut. Um, and again, so I I focus really on dinosaurs here just because I know that that is the main... That's what you want to do here uh, based on your commander, and I want to get you better dinos um, than what I think you have. Uh, so oddly enough, a lot of these are going to be from rivals um, just because they're not in here yet. Uh, one cut I would make next would be Nest Robber. Um, I know we had actually talked about this a little earlier today, so when it got brought up, I was like, oh, funny, that's on my list. Uh, Nest Robber is a 2-1 with haste for one and a red, which is nice on the low end of your curve. Um, I just think there's better dinosaurs. And the next dinosaur that I'm going to... Um, oh, really? Name one. <clears throat> yeah, one dinosaur I'm going to suggest you had uh, is Polyraptor. So, also from Rivals of Ixalan. Uh, <laughs> Sorry, what? I just, I just like the 
Uh, Nest Robber is a nice, cheap little dinosaur. Oh yeah, right. Yeah, drop. so now I'm giving you an eight CMC. Yeah, <laughs> yeah, right. yeah. Yeah, no, I'm 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 busting your curve up here. <laughs> yeah, um, hey, not. Wayward Swordtooth was three, and we got rid of Colossal Dreadmaw. Yeah. Okay, which is <laughs> no, that's, that's fair. You're you're evening it out. I so, I so, also so. chuckled at that. That's a great two drop. Have an eight drop. <laughs> Plus, because Polyraptor, you're never going to cast anyway because Gashath is going to cheat him out. Um, yeah. So no, Polyraptor is a is a uh, five five four six and two green, so he's pricey. But enrage. Uh, Whenever Polyraptor is dealt damage, create a token that's a copy of Polyraptor. There are a lot of ways in this deck to do damage to your dinosaurs to trigger enrage. Uh, Pyroclasm you have in here I that do. would be a great way. Um, there are dinosaurs that do damage to other dinosaurs, uh, or he's a five-five. He can block. He can, um, you know, block little things that are coming in uh, and create tokens of himself. So <laughs> Polyraptor, he can block nest robbers. He can block nest robbers. That's true. He would eat them alive. Uh, so yeah, I would suggest getting a Polyraptor um, in this deck because it synergizes well with a lot of the other cards that are already in here. Teach, go ahead. Yes, Polyraptor is also on my list of replacement dinosaurs. Um, before, what am I looking for? Um, there's another Pyroclasm. What's it called? Oh, the pirate one? Fiery Cannonade? There, uh, Whip Flare. Ah. Whip, Whip Flare is, uh, deals two damage to each non-artifact creature, so um, you can put that. You can put that in Pyroclasm. I was on the fence about because uh, uh, I wasn't entirely sure how much Enrage you were using. Um, but if you have enough Enrage where you can take advantage of that, cards like that are good to include. Um, my next round of cuts. Uh, you have some. Uh, sorceries and an artifact. I'm going to read them all off real quick. There's five of them. Huatli Spurring um, just does not do it. It's a one mana instant. Target creature gets plus two plus zero until end of turn. If you control a Huatli Planeswalker, which you don't anymore, that creature that's, gets plus that's four why plus Huatli zero. Huatli Spurring is on my cuts list because yes. it's also on my cuts list. That's actually my next cut. It's the only non-dinosaur cut I have other than the land. <laughs> okay. Um... Commune with dinosaurs, I don't like. One green for a sorcery. Look at the top five cards of your library. You can reveal a dinosaur or land from among them and put them in your hand. Put the rest of them on your bottom in any order. I have replacements for things like that. Um, Sylvan Scrying, I don't like. Uh, you're sacrificing a land to get another land, and but you're... Uh, oh, no. Sylvan Scrying, you just search for a land and put it in your hand. It's not yeah. ramping you. You're just tutoring up a land and putting it in your hand, and you're not running any, like super fancy lands well uh, no but i do have burgeoning and exploration correct and that wayward sword tooth you're gonna add yeah um trust me these are all going somewhere uh savage savage stomp uh cost two less if you control a dinosaur put a plus one plus one counter on target creature control then it fights target creature you don't control um i don't like it because it's a sorcery uh, you are making one creature permanently bigger. Uh, it's also only going to cost you one green, but it's a sorcery. Um, and it's I don't removal think removal, and it hits enrage triggers. That's also true. Um, uh, spot removal uh, uh, is not prevalent in your list, um, and I don't necessarily think it needs to be. 
uh, since your creatures are always going to be bigger and a lot of them are trampley. Um, and the last, the last one I'm going to say right uh, now is Vanquisher's Bannet. Uh, Banner? Uh, Banner, excuse me, yes. <laughs> As it enters the battlefield, choose a creature type. Creatures you control of the chosen type get plus one, plus one. And whenever you cast a creature spell of that type, you draw a card. It's five mana for this artifact, and uh, that's an entire turn's worth of stuff. Uh, uh, that doesn't affect the board at all when you can be using that five mana to play dinosaurs. Um, or more ramp spells to get your dinosaurs out faster. Or any of these other things that I'm about to mention here real quick. Um, I have here five artifacts that all scry. So if, if, if uh, uh, Gishsath, uh, uh, you're revealing cards from the top of your library looking for dinosaurs, you want to make sure that you have those dinosaurs on top so you're not getting dead draws. So, Season of Growth, Sunset Pyramid, Crystal Ball, Life Crafters, Life Crafters Bestiary, and Seer's Lantern all scry. So, if you find useless things, you can put them on the bottom of your library, help you dig for dinosaurs. A couple of them ramp. Uh, Life Crafters Bestiary, you can draw a card uh, for one extra green anytime you play a creature. Um, I remember really liking that card. Yeah, it's 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 pretty strong, um, and if you just want like actual drawing power, uh, Return of the Wild Speaker will let you draw cards equal to the greatest power among creatures you control. Uh, Rishkar's Expertise will do the same thing, but it will allow you to cast something for free that costs five or less after you draw your six or seven cards. Um, and Shamanic Revelation will draw you cards equal to the number of creatures you control. And gain you life based on how many creatures you have with power four or greater, which is going to be a lot of them. That was the end of that turn. All right, I was gonna. I didn't know if uh, I didn't know if Chanel was going to add anything or not. I'm um, just trying to write down half of what I heard. You know what? <laughs> I've 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 uh, I've got a note thing here that I'll just send you later, so you don't have okay. to write down all of this stuff. Good. Um. So, well, and I'll put it in the um, in the uh, show notes. That's the word I want <laughs> in the show notes. Thank I you. I wasn't gonna help. And then Chanel can put them in the <laughs> architect too. Uh, okay, so my next cut uh, we just said would be Huatli Spurring, uh, especially if we're cutting the Huatli Dinosaur Knight anyway, or even Warrior Poet because it's Huatli Planeswalker or di- is Dinosaur. What's the tutor for Huatli? <laughs> Isn't that in here? Are you. I don't know. I thought I think I just had a stroke. Um, I thought the I thought the precon I thought the precon the precon Quatley Tutor was in here, but it's not. It was um, at some no, point. No, it's a creature. It's not a creature. It's, it's a, creature, a creature. Yeah. Thank you. Sorry. Anyway, wow, we're coming back. <laughs> uh, yeah, sunblessed sunblessed mount is the card you're trying to think of. Yes, that it's, is the one I'm trying it to is, think of. It is on my it is on my cuts list as well. It's also on my cuts list too, and we'll get Good. there later. <laughs> Good. So anyway, Hotly Spurring, uh, cut that, and instead add uh, Galta Primal Hunger. So this is a twelve twelve trample for ten and two green. Galta Primal Hunger cost X less to cast, where X is the total power of creatures you control. It should not be hard for you in this deck to cast um, Gashath for er, God. <laughs> 
Can I have a start? Can I start over? Uh, to cast Galta for two green mana. You're the one who does the editing. You can start over as many times as you need. <laughs> yeah. Cut yeah. Quatley Spurring, add Galta Primal Hunter. Yeah. Uh, Tej. All right. Please make me stop talking. Um. Okay. Um. Goddamn. Here we go. Okay. So, uh, the rest of my list um, uh, is dinosaurs. Um, I think you can. I think you can uh, tighten up your ramp package just a little bit. Uh, you have you have one gruel signet and no other signets. Um, but that's those are those are the personal calls. I don't I don't need to bore everyone with that. I think your ramp package could be a little tighter. I'll let you call that. Um, I'm also not going to tell you to cut uh, any more specific things. I just have a list of when I counted 17 dinosaurs. Jesus. Um, that can all replace other dinosaurs in your list that just don't do as much of these other ones. Um, there's a lot of really cool dinosaurs out there uh, that if all you did was Ixalan dinosaurs and looked at nothing else, uh, you're missing out on a lot of really cool toys. Um, so, and I, I went ahead and sorted them by like, like when I very first looked at your list, I thought a lot of your cheap dinosaurs aren't going to do crap. Uh, so you need to cut the cheap ones, focus on the more expensive ones. Um, cause get, uh, 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 cause your commander is just going to, uh, cheat them out all anyway. So CMC kind of doesn't matter that much, but there are a lot of really cool, um, uh, cheap ones. Uh, so, uh, I'm just going to read four of them for right now. Uh, Cherished, Cherished Hatchling, uh, 2-1 for 2 mana. When it dies, you can cast dinosaur spells this turn as though they had flash, and whenever you cast a dinosaur spell this turn, it gains when this enters the battlefield, you may have it fight another creature. Um, so there's your, there's your spot removal. Uh, once that little fucker dies, uh, you can start playing dinosaurs at instant speed and killing other things. Uh, Marauding Raptor. I love this card. 2-3 uh, for 2. Uh, creature spells you cast cost 1 less to cast. There's some ramp. When another creature enters the battlefield under your control, Marauding Raptor deals 2 damage to it. There's your Enrage trigger. If a dinosaur is dealt damage this way, Marauding Raptor gets plus 2, plus 0 until end of turn. And it's on ETB and not cast, so that's really good too. Yes. Um, the next one is Ruinic Armasaur. Uh, let me find that real quick. Uh, two five for three for one and two green. Whenever an opponent activates an ability of a creature or land that isn't a mana ability, you may draw a card. Um, that's just incidental card draw for people activating abilities. Um, and the last one I'll talk about right now is Thrashing Brontodon. Uh, three four for one and two green. Uh, you can pay one and sacrifice it to destroy an artifact or enchantment. More spot removal. Those are the kind of dinosaurs, like like your your cycling ones. Your thrashing Bronodon is never a dead draw. Uh, early game, it's a dinosaur. Late game, it gets rid of a, a, a problem. It gets rid of a no mercy. It gets rid of, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> Shh. Hush. Only dreams now. All right, so that's that's... I'm going to stop there and let someone else talk. Nelson, Nelson, you want to try this do you have again? Any, do you have any more? Co- <laughs> <laughs> do 
Do you have I... any more any more cuts for starters? <laughs> uh, I do have more cuts. Do you want me to just say I've got uh, three more cuts? You want me to just give them? Yeah. Do it. Yeah. Okay. Uh, so I would cut uh, Till and Alley's Night. Uh, a two-two for one in a red. Whenever it attacks, if you control a dinosaur, Tillanali's knight gets plus one plus one until end of turn. Oh yeah, axe um, that crap. Axe it. The next card would be uh, Sun Blessed Mount, which we talked about before. It's the tutor for the Huatli uh, <laughs> Planeswalker. I remembered this time. I don't know. I feel like that one can stay. <laughs> and then the last one I would cut would be uh, Watley's Snubhorn. This is a two-two for one and a white. It does have vigilance, which is neat. But um, I just again, there's better dinosaurs. Yeah. Uh, the other three additions that I have: uh, two dinosaurs and one non-dinosaur. I would add uh, Trapjaw Tyrant. Um, 5-5 five, five for 3 and 2 white with Enrage. Whenever it is dealt damage, exile target creature oh, and yes. opponent controls until Trap Draw Tyrant leaves the battlefield. <clears throat> so this works with your Pyroclasm, um, you know, um, or anytime you blocks or whatever. Uh, you can exile some stuff, which is always fun. And then um, Silverclad Ferocidons, you know, 8-5, uh, 5 and 2 red, Enrage. Whenever it is dealt damage, each opponent sacrifices a permanent uh this is cool because it's not target opponent. It is each opponent. So yep. I like that a lot. That one was on and my then, list. And then the other one uh, that I would add uh, would be Forerunner of the Empire. So this is a 1-3, three, 4-3 three in red. It's a human soldier. When it enters the battlefield, you may search your library for a dinosaur card, reveal it, and then shuffle your library and put that card on top of it. Whenever a dinosaur enters the battlefield under your control, you may have Forerunner of the Empire deal one damage to each creature. So this is just a way to get in rage and also kind of uh, tutor up some... Um, Plus, uh, with Polyraptor, you know how that works, right? Yep. <laughs> yeah. Right. Right. You, do you know how it works? <laughs> <laughs> uh, so that's that's the end of my list. Those are the last three cuts, the last For three For those editions. that don't know, yeah. Polyraptor's enrage in, in trigger is to make a copy of itself. So Polyraptor enters the battlefield. It takes a point of damage based on this trigger. So now, Polyraptor creates a copy of itself which triggers again dealing one damage to each dinosaur so that poly both polyraptors will make another and it'll go until he kills himself uh well it's going to go longer than that because each polyraptor copy is going to have that same right it's going to keep generating more polyraptor so at, copies. at some point you're going to maximize the number of polyraptors that you have you're not going to get right. any more but that cycle is going to continue uh well he deals damage to each creature though so wouldn't oh, so, oh, so, so that thing will kill itself. I yeah, think, but you still get one turns into two on the first trigger, two become four on the second trigger, four become eight on the third yeah. trigger. Marauding Raptor will do the same thing with Polymorph Raptor 2, because it'll do two damage to the Polymorph Raptor, creating a token, and then Marauding Raptor do two damage to the token, and so on and so forth. Yeah. Um... If that's the way you want to play the game, I suppose. It's not infinite. It's just cubic. Yep. <laughs> um, all right. Did um, you say you're out of you're out of cards completely, Nelson? I yeah. Have, those are my last three cuts and my last three editions. I okay. have one more recommended cut, and that would be Wild Pair because it's a six drop. So it's coming after I'm going to be casting most of my stuff. Yep. And 
I have never gone through and figured out how many creatures share a power and toughness total. <laughs> so I don't even know how well this card would work. It That's just fair. seemed like a good one when I was building the deck. Yeah. Yeah. Yeah, I, I, I think, I think that's a good point. I do like, I do like wild pair. So I, I saw it and was like, yeah, that fits, and didn't think. Anything yeah, I like the it. card, but I did not <laughs> just, do the analysis. Just either. assumed, <laughs> just assumed it works out well. Um. All right. Well, I've got a list of dinosaurs here to consider. Oh God. Hold on to your butts. Thank you. <laughs> uh, shifting ceratops five four for two and two green can't be countered. Protection from blue. And for one green, Shifting Ceratops gains your choice of Reach, Trample, or Haste until end of turn. Yeah, that's the, that was in a core set. Was it 20? 20. Yep. Yeah. That's a great card. That's a good addition here. That was what? The Teferi Killer, right? Wasn't yep. that the idea? Yeah. Um, sh- I just talked about that one. Quartzwood Crasher. Uh, Quartzwood, Quartzwood Crasher, I think is... Uh, it's not on my list. Where did you go? Six six for five in red and green trample. When one one or more creatures you control with trample deal combat damage to a player. Oh. Create an XX green dinosaur beast creature token with trample, where X is the amount of damage those creature. That's a lot of stuff to keep track of. I like. It's it. not. It's it's more complicated than it sounds. Um, uh, whenever one or more creatures you control with trample deal combat damage to a player. So if you send everything at one player, you get one token. But if you divide it up, you can get two or three tokens. Um, you just have to remember how much damage you dealt to those players. Yes. Um, but that's getting more dinosaur tokens. Yeah. Um, Ikoria gave you some cool dinosaurs. Um, Regisaur Alpha. Uh, Regisaur Alpha. Other dinosaurs you control have haste. Uh, four, four for three. A red and a green. When it enters the battlefield, you get a dinosaur token. Um, this thing was a blast when um, Ixalan Block uh, was in standard. I loved this in red green dinos. I can't yes. believe I forgot to think about this one. That's that's a really good addition. Temple Altasaur is a 3-4 four for 4 and a white. If a source would deal damage to another dinosaur you control, prevent all but one of that damage. Ooh. Uh, yes. Uh, Godzilla, King of the Monsters is a dinosaur. 7-3 uh, Trample for 3 red and a green, and lethal damage dealt to creatures you control is determined by their power rather than their toughness. Um... I don't think I realize that the the uh, Zil Ortha Strength Incarnate isn't a card. It's just the name they gave it. Is that true? Yeah, because it was a it was a buy a box only. The gods, yeah, the Godzilla part, uh, the Godzilla like skin, but the card that's named underneath it, I don't think actually exists yet. Uh, I don't believe so. Yeah, I didn't. I wasn't aware of that. Um. But yes, yeah, so if you want Godzilla in your deck, uh, throw let me do King of the Monsters search. in. Uh, Itali, Primal Storm. I was just going to ask you guys about the other um, Elder Dinosaurs in these colors. So yeah, Itali and Zatalpa. 6-6 um, six, six for 4, 2 red. 
Uh, whenever it attacks, exile the top card of each player's library, then you may cast any number of spells from among those cards without paying their mana costs. I'm just going to interrupt for one second, because yeah. part of the reason that I, I'm hesitant for a lot of these last suggestions is because unlike the other the other two Godzillas I recommended early on, these do become dead draws if I if I have a handful of six, eight, eight, or eight drop creatures. Yep. It's just absurdly expensive stuff. I and agree I with you. Still need stuff to get out early game and build up a board presence. Yes, I agree with you one hundred percent. This list of dinosaurs isn't I'm saying uh uh Take the dinosaurs you have, take out the shitty ones, and throw all of these in. I'm well aware that they're getting expensive here. Yeah. Um, but this is just a list of dinosaurs to, to hold on to. Uh, and like I said, uh, at some point, mana cost is irrelevant because uh, uh, you're getting them for free with your commander. I've seen it happen before. Um, but no, you're absolutely right. Uh, and, I, and I am aware of that. Uh, but some of these, some of these are pretty strong. Um, like Polyraptor was on my list, but for eight mana, I don't necessarily think that that effect is necessarily worth it, unless you have enough effects in the deck where you can trigger those copies. Reliably. Yeah, if it's got stuff that'll um, go with it. Um, so the yeah the the I'm hitting six seven. There's a nine drop in here too. Um, Oof. Yeah. Uh, I think at least a couple of these are still, like, really cool. Oh, yes, Regal Behemoth. You should play Regal Behemoth. 5-5 five, five for 4 and 2 green. Trample. Uh, it says Lizard, but it's a dinosaur because of Aretta. Uh, when Regal Behemoth enters the battlefield, you become the Monarch. Ah, uh, relevant. Yeah, and that. whenever you tap land for mana, whenever you tap land for mana while you're the Monarch, you add one mana of any color to your mana pool. I feel like with this deck, if you become the Monarch, you are going to stay the Monarch. <laughs> I like that you brought this up because uh, over the weekend, uh, I was, I don't know, cleaning, doing dishes, something in the kitchen, and I was listening to uh, podcasts, and I was listening to the EDH Ratcast, and they were talking about the Monarch mechanic um, specifically because of all the new Monarch cards that we got in Commander Legends and whether or not um, Monarch becomes more viable uh in in edh now with these additions and they talked about this card specifically uh and how like just underplayed it is because in the right deck like you said teach like this thing can you know it's literally a kingmaker and it's going to be you know uh tough to to lose that that crown so i i like that you brought this up yeah um annoyed ultrasaur is a six five for seven uh with reach trample and cascade so there's your value. Uh, when you cast it, um, you're going to get something else. Silverclad Frostodons we talked about. Assuming I cast. Assuming you cast, cast it. it. Uh, Polyrapi we talked about. And the last on my list, Apex Altisaur. Um, where are you? There you are. Oh, yes, this one. 10-10 uh, for 9 mana, 7 and 2 green. When it enters the battlefield, it fights up to one target creature you don't control. Uh, and then Enrage. Whenever it's dealt damage, it fights up to one target creature you don't control. Ah, that's right. That'll, this is from the one of the commander precons. Yes, that'll clear the board real quick, too. I know, because I've done it before. <laughs> yeah, when you when you hit one... The, 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 uh, when those decks were released, um, I picked up this deck, and that Ultrasword does work. 
I like it. Um, That's a good yes. list. The um, end. Chanel, did we miss? Did we miss anything um, on your cut list? Um, let's see. Well, my, that's true. My, Don't you my like, top five cuts again? Wild pair because I never want to actually do the math to figure out if it works or if it helps me at all. Uh, Huatli's, I had both of them because they're they're not that good. Huatli's spurring and sunblast mount because they go with Huatli. So that was five cards right there. So you guys hit everything on my first five. Um, one thing I have to say that I love about this deck, and I forgot I was going to mention this earlier. Uh, I love that it's in here, but I absolutely hate playing against it. Is sneak attack like this yeah. is the perfect sneak attack deck? Um, I like sneak attack. <laughs> this is the, this is the kind of deck with just big dumb stupid monsters that you want to sneak attack in. Uh, and actually, you did <laughs> when we played on Saturday night. I I snuck attacked uh, Goring Ceratops. You did, and it was brutal. <laughs> oh yeah! By the way, everything has double strike. <laughs> That's what uh, that's what knocked me out. You had sneak attack on board, snuck out the uh, the ceratops, and I had no blockers and everything had double strike, and I took I don't remember way too much damage. Uh, but yeah, I absolutely Lethal. love sneak attack in this deck. Also, uh, the entire friggin' game I had out that uh, where is it? Where is it? Where is it? Uh, the the one where uh, during your upkeep you reveal a dinosaur and you gain life. Priest of the Awakening Sun. Yeah, yes. so I showed yes. you. I showed you Goring Ceratops several times. So you knew it was in my hand. And yep. then with, it, it with, was then just inevitable. sneak attack comes out, you're just like, ah, shit. Yep, can't wait for this thing to get slapped down on the tail. <laughs> um, yeah, and I mean, there's other stuff in here, too, that I really like. like, And that makes a, a ton of sense, right? Like Urza's Incubator is just a great card uh, for a deck like this. Um, it was reprinted most recently, I think, in Commander Anthology 2, so that means it had to be, what, in the, uh, in the Giants pre-con deck, I'm assuming. Uh, uh, the red, the red-white Giant? Yeah, that one. Yeah. Um, uh, Kalemni? Is in, that who the face of that deck yeah. is? Yes. Um, yeah, so, I mean, that's, that's just a great, you know, whether you're playing Giants, Dinosaurs, anything, Hydras, um, anything that's going to have a huge CMC that you can lower with something like an Urza's Incubator. So I really like that card in here. Um, I, you know, obviously Ruby Medallion, e Emerald Medallion, like the anything to, to um, reduce CMC like that is great too. Uh, and another card that I thought was neat in here was Pillar of Origins, which is a card that, to be honest, I never ever think about. But now I'm like, oh, this is uh, pretty solid in a tribal deck. It's an uncommon from Ixalan for... Uh, it's an artifact for two oh. and as it enters the battlefield choose a creature type tap it to add one mana of any color to your mana pool spend this mana only to cast a creature spell of the chosen type well this is like a great um mana fixing card for a tribal deck that i honestly completely forgot even existed so <laughs> um, <laughs> i it's one of the cards that really caught my eye as i was going through your list one of the recommendations or at least the additions that i was going to make that i was surprised i didn't hear about uh command beacon because oh yeah yeah Gishath is already an eight drop by himself yeah. so being able to reduce or not not having to pay commander tax because Gishath does die a lot because he is swinging in hot and he's only a six toughness so people are usually throwing their entire board at him to try and stop him so with command beacon being able to allow me to put him into my hand from the command zone i can sneak attack him right out on the next turn 
Yeah, that's that's actually I like that a lot. That's a that would be a really good card here too. Um, another one that's already in here that I really like. I I love that you put Marari's Wake in here too. Um, oh yeah, Marari's uh, Wake is sometimes the only way that I can cast Gashath that like third or well that yeah usually that third or more times uh, against the game where you got knocked out and then Chris and I kept playing. Uh, I had Marari's Wake out and then. I cast Wrath of God just to clear away everything he had, and then Gishath showed up on the next turn because I could more than afford it. Yeah, when you're able to double, uh, essentially tap one land for two, uh, you know you're in you're in really good shape. So, yeah. I especially in a deck again like this where you're going to have a really high end CMC for all your your best stuff. Um, I, I like Marari's Wake. Plus, it's not bad that you also you know all your creatures also get plus one plus one. So, um, even if it was just a mana doubler, that'd be one thing. But that that buff is nice too. I, that Marari's yeah. Wake is just a card that I really like, well, and that's that's still why I like Vanquisher's Banner, and I'm, it's going to be possibly on the chopping block based on Tija's suggestion, but just the fact that every little bit that I can pump up Gishath gets me one card deeper in my deck and more cheating dinosaurs out. So I feel like... Maybe I overlooked something. I feel like there was something, a dinosaur on my list that cared about Trample. Oh, there was. I, I did talk about it, the, the Quartzwood thing. Yep. Of course, would think. Um, yes. As long as uh, we're on the subject of lands, Path of Ancestry got reprinted as a common in Commander. Oh Legends. yeah, that'd be a great one in here. Throw that in your deck. That's yeah, that another... thing's dirt cheap now. It's like thirty cents. Yeah, it was <laughs> up at it was ten dollars once that card. Well, I think it was oh, that was the land that was only printed in Commander seventeen, right? right. So there was you had four opportunities for it. Yeah. yeah. Um, so that yeah, that was one where it's a common, but scarcity just drove the price way up. Yeah. But yeah, you're right. That's a great card for this deck too. That's another scry. That's another that's another scry effect. So get something shitty out of the way for for <laughs> your dino. Make way for good dinos. Yeah. Uh, I do really like these Godzillas though. I have I have the uh, foil one sitting on my desk right now. The the Titan sorry Titanith Rex and Yadaro. <laughs> Is Yadaro the the red? Um, yeah, he's giant the turtle guy. The, the turtle, yeah, the turtle guy, and then the never sees any play eleven eleven trampler for nine. That's right. <laughs> I can't I can't see anyone ever playing this card under any other circumstances than this particular deck. <laughs> That's a good point. Um, yeah, I uh, I really like this deck. It's got to be really fun to run. I hate playing against it, it's which so means, um, you know, you're doing something right when everybody's like, God, that deck is awesome, but I hate playing against it. Um, well, and because- I think the best I've ever done with it is Gishath on turn four. And holy shit, nobody wanted to play anymore. <laughs> well, I mean, you know, like you said, this is one of those things that if it goes online early enough, um, it's over. Like it just, it just, it just takes over so quickly. Um, and it's just it's fun to watch, even when you're playing against it and getting just beaten down to a pulp by this deck. It is fun to watch it <laughs> click because when it does, it's it's really really cool. Um, is there anything else either of you guys uh, want to say before we before we wrap it up? You know, whether it's about this deck in particular or um, I don't know. We didn't really talk about much else other than Tej's fun mini game. <laughs> 
<laughs> uh, anything else you guys want to say, you know, like I said, about this deck um, or or anything else before we wrap up? Um, I had the li- weird little, like, hey, what's the most valuable magic cards that I'm never, ever, ever going to play, and why do I collect them or have them? And I brought that up because I got my store owner top deck the halls today, and I have the Happy Holidays cards from 2013 all the way through to, to 2020. And we were uh, talking with about getting the other ones, the ones that came up before. And looking up online, gifts given, uh, market price 184 on TCG, six listings as low as $300. <laughs> uh, Fruitcake Elemental, two listings as low as $100. Just to have these cards, like, and it's not even like, uh, like power, like power nine stuff, where it's yeah, it's absurdly expensive, but then you have it and you can you know play vintage and legacy and blah blah blah. No, <laughs> these aren't legal in anything. They're just absurdly expensive because they're rare. Yeah. And how much do I want? How much do I care? Or how much am I willing to spend to get cards that I can literally never ever ever use? I do like that promotion that they do, though. It's a neat thing that they do um, in the dying things that they actually do for LGSs. Uh, yeah, it is. It is. A, it is a neat thing that they do. Uh, but what about you, Teach? Anything else? No, I think I said my piece. I was excited to talk about this deck. Um, I had a lot to say, apparently, uh, and it was fun. <laughs> I will I will get it all uh, mod- modded up, and then we will play in a couple of days, and you'll see if dinosaurs got better or got worse. <laughs> yeah, awesome. Well, uh, I appreciate you guys sitting down and talking with me tonight, especially about uh, this deck. I really like it. Uh, you know, obviously, we're all the same opinion here. It's a it's a ton of fun. So it'll be fun to see uh, you know what listeners think too. So we'll get the uh, we'll get the list. Uh, published out we'll get the list of additions and cuts that we suggested uh published out and if there's anything you guys think we missed or you know uh could have done better let us know what you would do to this deck because that'd be fun too um but yeah in the meantime thank thank you all for uh tuning in listening every single week remember to uh tell a friend rate review and subscribe you can find us on google play itunes iHeartRadio, podbean stitcher anywhere you consume podcasts and uh we will see you guys in another week until then Don't drink and scry. Angry dinosaur noises.